And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, warmer weather is on the way for farmers facing rain and snow delayed harvesting. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina. Specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. Sunny skies, increasing cloudiness late this afternoon. The high plus 3. Winds up to 15 kilometers per hour, the low minus 8. Wind chill minus 5 in the evening and minus 13 overnight. Tomorrow, partly cloudy, the high plus 4, the low minus 7. Friday, cloudy, 60% chance of showers, the high plus 7. Evening showers Friday and windy with the low minus 3. Saturday, cloudy and windy, the high plus 2, the low minus 8. Sunday, sunny, the high plus 5, the low minus 4. Monday, sunny, the high plus 8, the low minus 2. Tuesday, partly cloudy, the high plus 6. The normal high is 12, the normal low is minus 2. The sun rose at 712 this morning. It sets at 618 tonight. Around the province this hour, we have Estevan at minus 1, Saskatoon plus 3, Swift Current minus 1, Weyburn plus 1, Yorkton is minus 1. In Regina, with partly cloudy skies, it's plus 1, that's 34 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the west-northwest at 3. Humidity 56%, the barometer dropping 102.8. Sunny and Moose Jaw plus 1, winds are from the northeast at 15. Once again, Regina, partly cloudy and plus 1, that's 34 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose McDougall Auctioneers for guaranteed results online at mcdougallauction.com. And South Country Equipment, your one stop for great service and a selection of agricultural, precision, ag and lawn and garden products. Relief from cool, wet weather is on the way for Saskatchewan farmers. Environment Canada senior climatologist David Phillips describes the unusually cold weather this past month as a head shaker with temperatures 4 to 6 degrees cooler than normal. He says cold Arctic air has stalled over the prairies, but is expected to break up next week. He says warmer than normal weather is in the forecast for the next month and this winter. Now, in terms of the future, you know, you have to be a little bit more patient. I, I see the only, let me focus on the good news. Well, I see this week ahead, uh, temperatures are still going to be cooler than uh, than normal around the clock. I only see one wet day, maybe Friday, uh, with some chance of showers and maybe rain in the south and snow in the north, but not, not a huge amount. But temperatures are still below what you'd expect for this time of the year. But we see a warm-up occurring next week. And let me just give you an example for Calgary. I mean, Calgary was minus 3 for a high yesterday. On Monday, it's going to be plus 15. So we see that Arctic air that has been so predominant, that's filled every nook and cranny, that just can't kick it out. And it's the duration of it, Jim, that has really shocked people around the world. You're just seeing that, you know, at this time of year, you get these little teasers, these little one-day, two-day uh, freezes, but not for week after week after week. And so we think, finally, that nature is exhausted. It's going to break up. We see temperatures that could actually get to double-digit temperatures for the afternoon beginning next week. So I think there's going to be some weather that will allow the, the harvest to get completed, To uh, but uh, it's been uh, really, I think it's the duration of the cold that has stood out for me that to be quite historic. Uh, you just don't expect it to be so cold for so long for so much of the, the West uh, as we've seen this year. 
So you expect the weather to finally break next week. What's the longer term? Are we going to have more a month of warm, dry weather, or what's going to happen? Well, I mean, I'm almost a little a little gun shy to <laughs> to talk about because all the experts, so-called experts, said it was going to be a warm fall. Well, my gosh, Jim, it's been anything but. It's almost as if nature has has sneered at us, given the fact that it's just been the total opposite of what it's saying. Now, our models, I've looked at them just now. I've looked at the next month. Let's just focus on the next month. We talk about mid-October to mid-November. And what we're showing across all of the province of Saskatchewan is warmer than normal. So I think this colder-than-normal anomaly, this Arctic air, polar, Siberian air, whatever you want to call it, is finally going to leave town. And what's going to replace it is some more southern air, American air, uh, Pacific air, which will be more seasonable, more comfortable, and and hopefully will enable the, the growers to to finish off their harvest. And the winter, David, what are we looking at there for the yeah. prairie, prairie winter? Well, you know, we, we're still sticking to our guns with regards to the kind of winter we see. Now, you know, Jim, it, there's never, we're not canceling winter, but we think it's going to be, uh, all the factors seem to favor uh, a milder than normal winter, not maybe as brutally cold and certainly not as long as what we saw last year because it's an El Nino year. I mean, there's a 75% chance that El Nino is going to grow in strength and be a moderate episode, and that would definitely encourage more Pacific and southerly air than, than Arctic air. Though there'll be moments where you can you wish you were somewhere else, you were migrating and hibernating, but, but those are always occur. But it's really the preponderance of days we think will be more milder than normal. And so that's what we're, uh, that's what our models are saying right now, and, and that stayed the course for a, for a while, so it gives you more sense that it might be right on. But, hey, it doesn't mean, as I often caution, when I say warmer than normal winter and you get a cold day, everybody thinks we screwed up royally. No, no, we have to wait till the entire winter gets through and then see how well we did. But all of the models, the European, the American, Canadian models, are all saying that because of El Nino, we think that there will be more westerly air and that it tends to be a milder than normal winter. Phillips says farmers went from sweat to slush this summer and fall, pointing out August highs reached 41 in Regina, yet September was one of the coldest in recent memory. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market and the Remax Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel de Corby and Graham Toth online at landforsalesask.ca. Heavy weekend snow is expected to cause major harvest delays for farmers in the northwest grain belt near Lloydminster. Tracy Herbert with the Beef Research Council spent the weekend at the family farm between Neilburg and Maidstone, half an hour southeast of Lloydminster. She says Monday morning saw nine inches of wet snow. She says weather has been cool and wet for a month in that area and not much of the crop has been combined. The toughest part is is that they've actually had a decent amount of precipitation this summer and the crops were looking really good. They were expecting really good yields and now when that first frost and rain came, any canola that was planted late froze that hadn't ripened yet. The barley's now down under the snow and so anything that hasn't been swathed, you know, it's going to be really hard to pick up and typically winter comes, you know, mid to late October and so there really isn't much time left now for the warm temperatures to come for producers to get out there and get those crops off. Herbert says the snow tapered off as you approached North Battleford. 
An agronomist is reminding farmers not to forget about fall fertilizer application. Fertilizer agronomist Tom Weirs is, despite the winter-like weather recently, putting down fall is still a good time to fertilize. Weir discusses proper fertilizer application. The preferred way of putting the fertilizer on in the fall was banding. Uh, there was a lot of work done in the late 80s and 90s that showed uh, a significant uh, improvement in uh, yields from banded product versus uh, broadcast. Now, at the time, they were using uh, uh, 3400, which it really, ammonium nitrate, which really isn't a, a preferred product for the fall. There are some better products now, like, uh, say, Super U, which is treated, uh, urea treated with uh, a uh, nitrification inhibitor. Um, and it does work better. Um, it can work as good as, as banded urea or anhydrous ammonia, but uh, one of the problems, and although we've got some moisture now, we still aren't flush with moisture. Um, you don't have to dig too far down until you find dry soil. And so what that means is, uh, especially when we uh, are looking at putting on uh, broadcast in a dry season, the fertilizer can get stranded or stratified at the top of the soil and uh, the roots are looking for moisture down below it and they just don't make very good use of, of uh, the fertilizer. There was some work done, as I said, back in the late 80s and 90s uh, by Wesco Fertilizer, who used to be my employer. And uh, what we found at that time was uh, up to 40% uh, higher yields from uh, a fall banded uh, versus a, uh, a spring broadcast uh, application um, in dry conditions. So that all has to be kept in, in mind when you're, when you're looking at... Uh, at fertilizing. If you're betting on a wet year, then uh, the broadcast is probably going to be equal to a banded uh, application, but in a dry year, the banded is, is going to be superior. Weir says farmers will have to do soil testing to determine the correct rate of fertilizer. He says the fertilizer of choice for fall application is ammonia-based products and stay away from nitrate-based products. He says the soil temperature also needs to be below 10 degrees. He says ammonia-based products will not lose product to the weather although there is always a risk if the land is susceptible to spring flooding. If the field is areas with pooling of water, farmers may want to wait till spring to fertilize. But if fields are well-drained, then urea or anhydrous work well in the fall. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall as well. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornson Hall as well. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Market update also brought to you by Flamin' Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra were mixed in early trading today. Canola fell 3.30 at 4.58.62. Oats went up 3.32 at 193.30. Number one red spring wheat dropped 22 cents at 242.92. The rest were unchanged. Durham 213.94. Feed barley 189.63. Flax $487.52. Yellow peas $230.54. And feed wheat 187.80. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, December wheat is down three and a half cents at 590 a bushel. 
The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-4180 or Weyburn 842-4574. Good afternoon. This is the Yorkton Heartland Livestock Market Report for Wednesday, October the 10th. 1,650 feeders in a one-day sort with 225 cows and bulls, a total of 1,875 total head for today. D1, D2 cows, 71 to 81, sales to 82, 83, D3 cows, 60 to 70. Cows were averaging 77 cents last week. Good bulls, 96 to 106, sales to 107, 108. The bulls were averaging averaging 103.50 last week. I'm excited, I'm excited about today's feeder sale. Today we're featuring Charley Influence cattle and what a set of tan and white calves we have for sale today. Can't make them better than that. Listen up, guys. Some highlights on the steer side. 420-pound tan steers, 263. 500-pound tan steers, 245. 575-pound tan steers, 240. 650-pound tan steers, 225. I get to say my favorite pen here again. 715-pound tan steers at 221.50. And the big boys, 800-pound tan steers at 208. We also had a set of 870-pound yearling steers that topped out at $2. On to the heifer side. 425-pound tan heifers, 220. 500-pound tan heifers, 210. 575-pound tan heifers, 204, 625-pound tan heifers, 194, and 700-pound tan heifers, 188. We also had a set of yearling heifers, 960 pounds, and they topped out at 176. Next Wednesday, featuring Semental cattle, but that sale is full, taking bookings for November 7th sale. Please book your cattle and your trucks. And this Friday, October the 12th, sheep, lamb, goat sale. Sale starts at 11 o'clock this Friday. That's it for this week at Heartland Yorkton. I'm Harvey Exner. Have a good day. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 8,500 hogs Tuesday, selling a range of 149 to 160 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 6,900 head, selling a range of 151 to 162 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is up, and forward contract prices opened mixed this morning. On Tuesday, the Canadian dollar was down 17 basis points with the daily exchange rate at 1.2965. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 77.10 cents U.S. So far this week, daily U.S. hog slaughter has averaged about 473,000 hogs, but this number is poised to move higher in coming weeks since the second shift of the Seaboard Triumph Foods plant in Sioux City has now started and is ramping up production. Packer profitability remains good with the spread between hog purchases and pork sales running near $15 U.S. to 100 weight. Most of the 2019 lean hog futures contracts hit new contract highs this morning, but gains continue to be cautious as tariffs on trade in Mexico and China continue to impede sales. The latest monthly U.S. export sales data showed exports to Japan and Korea up 7% and 30% respectively, but sales volumes to Mexico and China were down 5% and 21% compared to last year. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. The outlook for today, increasing cloudiness late this afternoon, the high plus 3. Winds up to 15 kilometers per hour, the low minus 8. The wind chill minus 5 in the evening and minus 13 overnight. Thursday, partly cloudy, the high plus 4, the low minus 7. The hot spot in Saskatchewan this hour is Prince Albert at plus 3. The cold spot, Cypress Hills at minus 3. In Regina with partly cloudy skies, it's plus 1, that's 34 Fahrenheit. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.